Yeah, we go into SMME exchange this evening and uh, yeah, we shift uh we shift uh, to uh, yeah, uh, what happens in Gasese and uh, talking about toilet paper manufacturing. Um, now we use toilet paper every day and uh, uh, this evening we shine a spotlight on where some of that toilet paper comes from and uh, what it takes to run a manufacturing operation and uh, of course to uh, make the linkages with many of the retailers uh, including Walmart, MassCash, MassMart, Shield, Choppies and uh, many other entities including spaza shops and other independent stores who stock uh, many of the products that come from Vibe Jive and my next guest is the co-founder of Vibe Jive his name is Mataka Matsibandila and he joins me now on the line ndawe andone ndawe really ah zione barmin i adjami man the last time i heard this voice uh, in Chivenda, it was uh, with Glenzito sometimes back. <laughs> and I'm try. glad to be featuring today. Ah, we try. Sizenza zonke, Baba. Thank you, all. My brother, thank you very much for taking time out to join us. Uh, we thought this evening we have to make sure we speak to you um, and uh, get a sense, you know, of uh, one, a product that we all interact with every day. But it's always encouraging to know that uh, um, there are our people who are in the upstream manufacturing part. So, Songa say tang toilet paper, but uh, we need some of us to also be producing it. And uh, I think you're not only producing this, but many other consumer goods. And uh, we thought it great to speak to you this evening and uh, to just share with us some of your experiences uh, in putting and uh, developing Vibe Jive. And let's start there. Vibe Jive, what is it that you guys produce? Uh, uh, I've mentioned toilet paper, but you produce uh, a lot more than just that. It can come from. Mm. And you manufacture there? <laughs> yeah. So basically, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to express or tell you how the process of toilet paper started before we talk about how it all began and whatnot Focus and whatnot. <laughs> basically, toilet paper comes to make what you call a jumbo rail. Sure. A jumbo rail can go up to 17 GSM to 21 GSM, depending on the grammage of the paper they're looking for. Mm. All right? But it's a big opportunity. Toilet paper is a big opportunity. It's got more spaces where one can come in. And, 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 and contribute Maybe, in the South wait, African wait, market or the, the space. Talk to us about the pulp, uh, because I know there's a few producers of that in South Africa. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, when you look at the current supply conditions just in paper and pulp, uh, which is, as you say, cooked you know, from the tree, uh, um, who, who's playing in that space? Uh, I mean, we have so many forests in this country, so I'm always quite interested in who are some of the big players there. No, that's because fine. Those, are the, that's fine. those are our suppliers, sure. right? So... Maybe some of the suppliers may not be mentioned, but uh, we've had quite a few of the suppliers. But what I want to also indicate is that <clears throat> we do have new, uh, new uh, and, and upcoming suppliers that are playing a space of paper and pulp making, mm. but we also have aging assets, right? Which in the, in the near future, we need to come and get um, more black people playing in a space to supply rails, right? But as far as I'm concerned, we've got very few suppliers who are playing in a space of paper and pulp making. Right. Now, we are playing on a converting side. So we buy a jumbo rail that is complete within our own specifications in terms of the quality that we require in our market or what the client dictate for us to be able to produce for them. Right. So converting is basically when you buy a final jumbo rail where you take it through to core making processes where you basically convert the jumbo rails into slices of 500 sheets, 350 sheets, depending on the uh, on the day plant production, all right? So that I, f- I find that so interesting because then, I mean, is that the process that you would follow or are there other processes 
the more sort of bougie your grade gets. So from, you know, ply one, two ply, you know, three ply, four ply. Um, yeah, indeed. The process indeed, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. So, so, but I mean, in some of those other brands that we're familiar with, how much, you know, would be made here, if anything? I beg you. No, no, I'm just asking how much of their product would be constituted by materials from here or anything that's manufactured here from some of the other brands that we're familiar with? Well, I think from South African context point of view, mm. it's cheaper to make um, a product in South Africa, particularly uh, the one for <coughs> the one ply recycle, right? Mm. Because especially with, the, with, with us being a small, medium enterprises, because remember, the main cost of, your, of, of, of manufacturing is your overhead, it's labor cost. Right. So now, the reason why we were able to get into the market is because the market still appreciates the fact that we have less overhead and people, and there's a need out there for a cheaper quality <coughs> options of a, of a product. All right. But uh, you can see that the, the other guys who have uh, gone into purchasing the machines from overseas and whatnot, mm. uh, the actual paper at this point in time is, is quite, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite expensive. And it allows this up-and-coming manufacturers to get into the space. Mm. So if you play locally, you still have an opportunity to be able to get into the market. Talk to me about the market. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me about how you got in, into some of the retailers. I mean, uh, that process and how, uh, <laughs> yeah, easy or difficult it might have been. Yeah, no, it was it was very difficult to grow the the, the 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 market and the brand. But more importantly, you must also participate in advertising. Mm. People have to see your toilet paper on pamphlets. Because South Africans today, when they buy, they look at the pamphlet. It's a catalog, because people yeah. don't have money. Those catalogs. Yes, yeah, so you must participate in the, in, the, in the advertisement because people don't have money today. So what they do is that they go for everything that is advertised on the store. Mm. And that's how you grow your brand. But now, you must not disappoint them. You must be able to make sure that when the one consumer picks up your toilet paper or your brand or a 10-pack, 18-pack, they must be able to enjoy it. It must be it must, it must fit the papers, right? It must fit the papers such that tomorrow they can come back. We don't want a situation whereby he buys it today or she buys it today, and tomorrow she says, so you know about it. That's what they is cheap, but it cannot perform its work. So it has to perform its work, hmm. even if it's affordable. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, just that, mm. that, that issue of cost leadership, I mean, I like the point you're making that, you know, many of South African consumers are price conscious uh, be just because of, I guess, the difficulties, I mean, stagnant or low wages in our society mean that that already sort of places you in a particular type of, of corner. How do you make sure that you're able, I guess, to still get your margins while making sure that your product is accessible? Okay, it, it depends on your business plan. So in, in South African context, and having to be in an access to market is going to cost me a drive, risky taking and so on. Mm. Now, your profit, your, profit, your profit should be to be your second uh, mode of operation. Because if you come into the market and there's another player there, okay, I'll give you an example. One of our challenges that we have in South Africa is transformation. And I'm, talking, I'm not talking about uh, from black buyers or white buyers. I'm just always talking about transformation in terms of believing into black brand. All right? So therefore, what you need to do is to make sure that when you, you, you firstly have a first strategy and have money to, to back you up to participate in such a way that you grow your brand. Then mm. once the brand has been brought, that can take you about four years. You can write, uh, uh, sort of run your business for about four years, just breaking even, not making money. Mm. You know, and that's what makes it so difficult in the market. 
you know. Mm-hmm. But once you survive the the, 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 the the first four years, then you just just start. You then you get into your premium pricing because now the buyer in the shop can now believe in your brand. Mm-hmm. No one wants to give you a good price when the brand is not yet built. Unfortunately. Sure, sure, sure. And of mm. course, then and you, that's yeah, and then you use that to, I guess, segue into other or use those relationships to go into other product lines. Correct, correct. So, like for instance, Badger is not a, really a toilet paper manufacturing company. Our 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 our, our business is built up around um, HPC, which is your home personal care product, mm. right? But the toilet paper. It's, it's a, it's got, it's got a very massive opportunity, very massive opportunity, I must say, especially with up and coming uh, converters. Mm. So that's basically where our foundation is at. All right. And we want to make sure that we drive it and grow it. Once you've grown it, then we can get into the other uh, stuff like your salt, like uh, what we have mentioned, uh, what you have mentioned when you open your, your, your show. Mm. So that's basically what it is. So our, Second, our, our, our long-term goal from now on is to make sure that we do well with our partners, we grow um, the, the space within other retailers so that we minimize our risk while we are making profit. We are at a stage where people believe in our brand. Therefore, we can now put a premium, a good price, affordable, and be able to make uh, good margins going forward. Mm. Right? Yeah, so that's basically what, what, what it is. And again, going forward, if you are able to partner with government in terms of other programs that they have, like your skills development and so on and so on, you know, you may also influence your labor cost downwards while you are developing other people to acquire mm. skills. So that's basically where we're going, going sure, forward. Sure, sure. And of course, it, it always helps to be based in an industrial part of the country. I mean, uh, I guess, you know, Kuruleni uh, has always been, I guess, you know, in many ways, the factory uh, of the Gauteng City region. Uh, how have you benefited from that uh, I guess locational advantage, if at all. Well, there is, there is a lot of advantages to be to operate within the community. I must say, first and foremost, the, your employees get a maximum benefit of the cash that or the pay that they got from you because they use mm. very less on their transport, so they come on your feet to work, right? Um, and again, you are able to make sure that you build a relationship around location. They are able to campaign for your brand, and we've got a very massive support in uh, in and around the Korea because of the word of mouth that our employees, you know, dish out there for ourselves. Mm. And you must also remember that um, Vajab was built around looking at the previously disadvantaged individuals, people that have got less, less literacy, less education, and so on. Because we thought that, because I'm coming from a corporate environment, when you are employing a person in a corporate environment, they, look, they require certain uh, qualifications, e.g. metric, medicine, science, degree, and so on. Majority of our people that may be born around, uh, around 80s and so on, I'm just giving an example, they found that they do not have the adequate skill and qualification to enter the employment market. And then we are available for our as, as, as up-and-coming employers mm-hmm. to make sure that we cater for the low literacy level people. And when they get into the system, we'll be able to train them in terms of learnership and apprentice program going forward so that they can be employable in the near future. Mataka mm. Matibandila. Ah, we're inspired by your story, my brother. And uh, we wish you, uh, you and brand Vibe Jive uh, and all of the brands and the product lines uh, under that particular stable may it grow and uh, may it continue uh, to serve uh, our people and uh, continue to create massive amounts of jobs. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you very, very much. 
um, I be fully to take this risk, and God Himself will create us. And uh, everybody who has, who has invested in Bad Jive and believe in Bad Jive. And thank you so much for your time at Metro FM. Dawyandun. Uh, I love, I love that he he thanks the customers, he thanks the family, uh, and of course many of uh, yeah uh, the uh, uh, entities that is supplied downstream because these customers are not just the retailers themselves, but many of those who go out and buy the product. Ogwenzalbishugumihambe, the product yake vibe jive, and great to hear those uh, types of stories, success stories, industrial stories, so not just on the retail part of things, but also producing. And uh, uh, really, I guess, uh, benefiting from the scale economies and the increasing returns to scale that come with uh, doing that. We're going to take a brief break. When we come back, check out those voice notes and uh, you can send through yours uh, on our WhatsApp line. And uh, we're out there on WhatsApp on 079-191-4270. We'll continue after this. Thank you, Brandon. Danko, danko, danko. And uh, yeah, I think Brandon touching on some of the issues that uh, were being raised in that story in Kumcha. And uh, yeah, he's right. You got to use um, the vote as one of many tools that you have at your disposal. But I, I, I argue the vote is not enough. Um, you know, even after you voted, you got to use your voice in Ipolitics Oklala. Uh, so that you're able to deal with some of these issues, not just around service delivery, but in making sure uh, that uh, we deal with all of the things that are contributory factors. One of those things, Ileo Tate's capital budgets, Niambe, Kwaba Maspala, Niambe, Nios Faga, Padalini salaries, because Nifunu Kualisa, Umaspala, Kutuale. You know, and in some cases, in many ways, that money takes away from frontline delivery functions that are required to fix. In the example that we had in Kumcha, water reticulation. So these are the issues that I think we have to grapple with a bit more. And we're going to be doing that here on Metro FM Talk as we near that date of the 1st of November 2021, where all of us will be casting our votes. Uh, But of course, uh, we do that every day here, this community advocacy because but it goes beyond that. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I really appreciate that comment from Brandon. I think the first comment, uh, you know, from Sello, yeah, well, look, dude, I mean, you can expect somebody who sells you milk to uh, also uh, uh, make sure that there's mandatory eating of cornflakes. I mean, it's just a matter of, uh, yeah, interest, if I can put it that way. But uh, it doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong for people to eat. Uh, and I think in this case, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong for there to be uh, opportunities for people who want to get vaccinated to get vaccinated. I'm not of the view that uh, I'm not of that view. Uh, But uh, yeah, thanking you as always for those voice notes that uh, come through. And uh, we're going to take a brief break now. When we come back, we go check out what's happening with this um, Amazon development uh, at the confluence of the Elizabeth and Black River out in Western Cape. And uh, it's a historic site. Uh, for uh, many of the uh, nations and communities that are indigenous to that part of the world. And uh, this evening, we're going to be uh, making sense of this matter and they're going to be speaking uh, to uh, uh, the um, uh, one of the uh, groups here, the Khoringai uh, Kona Khona Council. And uh, Tariq Jenkins is the commissioner there of that council and is going to join us in the next uh, few seconds under the microscope.